and welcome to the ABC podcast. My name is Skylar, and I am your wonderful hope for this wonderful episode. This episode, we start with the letter F. F as in Frank, F as in Frederick, F as in Formosus, maybe? We'll get to him later, I promise. But first, let's start with fiefs. So, what exactly is a fief? Well, a fief was an estate that was owned and governed and protected by a lord. A fief consisted of several manors, each of which might have had its own lord and their villages along with all the buildings on the land, as well as peasants or serfs who worked on the land served at court, or took up arms on behalf of the lord. The lord of the fief was called the feudal war lord. Would basically have the allegiance of manor lords, or sometimes called seniors, who would, who would in turn secure the allegiance of the peasants. In short, land was exchanged for loyalty. This was feudalism and the political and economical system of the Middle Ages, which if you don't know, the Middle Ages was around 500 to 1300 AD, basically. The word feud is of Germanic origin and means fee and repayment for the land they lived on and for the land that they lived on and for the protection they received from the Lord. Serfs were expected to pay the lord fees in forms of money, aka taxes, services, or goods. The feudal system arose in the 7th century. It was suspended during the Carolingian Empire, which began in 751 AD, when a series of powerful kings, including Charles the Great, might I add, who he reigned from 742 to 814 AD united much of Western Europe, but after Charles the Great kind of kicked the bucket in 814, his grandsons, well, they fought each other and later divided the vast kingdom among themselves. Each of these, each of their territories later came under attack, dissolving the Carolinian rule. By the 9th century feudalism, it had replaced the Carolina empire as the political and economic entitled entity governed middle medieval life by the way feudalism lasted until the 15th century those kingdoms arose europe arose europe now keeping in time with the middle ages ironically I mentioned a dude called Formosus. Okay, so Formosus was a pope. Well, no der. Formosus was a pope, and a lot of strange things happened with his corpse. Hmm, let's take a look at it, shall we? So, Pope Formosus was the pope of the Catholic Church, in 891 AD to 896 AD. He was probably a native of Rome. He was born around 816. He became a cardinal bishop in 864 AD. Then he became a legate to the Bulgaria 
in 866 and undertook diplomatic missions to France when Louis II of Italy died in 875 AD. The nobles elected Charles the Bald as emperor, aka this is Formosus's uncle. As emperor, he conveyed Pope John the Eighth's invitation for Charles to come to Rome and be crowned. Charles took the crown of Pavia and received the imperial insignia in Rome on the 29th of December. On the 29th of December, the supporters of Louis, the other, Louis's other uncle, Louis, Louis also wanted to be king and, well, he died, he kicked the bucket. That's the same Louis of Italy. Well, so Louis the German, or Louis's widow, Engelberga, opposed the coronation. Fearing political retribution, many of them left Rome and, well, and Formis left, fled to the tours after despoiling the, the Closters in Rome. On April the 19th, John VIII called Synod, which ordered Formosus and the other papal officials to return to Rome. A papal is part of the Roman Catholic religion. And so he, he didn't, and he was excommunicated, and Boris I requested that he be named Archbishop of Bulgaria. That request, by the way, was denied. And in 1883, Marinus, the successor to John VIII, by the way, restored Formosus to his original titles. He was voted Pope unanimously on the 6th of October, 891. His years as being Pope were crazy and complicated. There's a lot of stuff of him going through, a lot of complicated stuff. But that's not what we're here for. On the 4th of April, 896 AD, Formosus died and was succeeded by Boniface VI, whose papacy lasted 15 days. 15. After his death, things get crazy for the corpse, by the way, in his image. Stephen VI, the successor to Boniface VI, which was the successor for Formosus, he he was influenced by Lambert and Augtrude and sat judgment for Formosus in 897 AD in what is known as Cadaver Synod. The corpse was disinterred, clad in papal vestments, and seated on a throne to face all the charges from John VIII. The verdict was that the deceased had been unworthy of the pontificate, which basically means he was unworthy of being Pope. So the Damatel Memorium was applied to Formosus, which basically means all, all in all of his measures and acts were annulled and the orders conferred by him were declared invalid. The papal vestments were torn from his body and three fingers from his right hand which he used for blessings was chopped off and his corpse was thrown into 
the Tiber. Fun. <laughs> and later to be retrieved by a monk. Thank gosh for that monk. Following Stephen VI's death, Formosa's body was reinterred. Further trials against deceased people were banned. Cool. But Sergius III reapproved the decisions against Formosus. Sergius demanded the reordination of the bishops consecrated by Formosus, who in turn had conferred orders on many other clerks, causing confusion. Uh, the good news is the decision of Sergius with respect to Formosus had been universally disregarded. By the Catholic Church, but since since his Formosus's condemnation was actually more for politics, but that was a little weird. Don't worry, the corpse is fine. Corpse is fine. Formosus is, by the way, he's still dead. He hasn't risen or anything. And medieval times are weird. That's what we kind of learned this episode. And also, I am so sorry for the mispronunciations. If I pronounced anything wrong, I am so sorry. I am not the best with pronunciation of anything. So, that's it for this episode, folks. Next episode, it is the letter G. This one's going to be a juicy one. Don't worry, I threw in a weird one. I threw in a weird one, and also more of a modern one that maybe some of you guys might know about. Hmm? I hope you're having a great afternoon, evening, morning, I don't know, wherever you are. 